Welcome to the Investing Evolution Podcast with Vince Esposito and Rob Isbitz from SunGarden Investment Research. We are an investment firm that takes an alternative approach to the most common investor objectives, preservation, income, and long-term growth. We focus on bottom line outcomes, not what everyone else is doing. In this podcast, we clarify confusing investor issues, bust investment myths, and discuss how to invest in any investment climate. Our number one goal is to help you think about investing in a different way, a more straightforward way, without all the fluff and sales tactics of the Wall Street culture. Listen in as we share stories and insights on how to offer a truly unique approach to investing. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the inaugural podcast with SunGarden Investment Research. Today, we're going to have the opportunity to get to know Vince Esposito, the managing partner of SunGarden, a little bit better. Our goal with the podcast today is to show you, our listeners, a little bit more about who Vince is, both personally and professionally. So Vince, why did you decide to work in the financial services industry? Tell us a little bit about your history. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, So it's funny, growing up, in the restaurant business taught me a lot of things, taught me how to work hard, taught me you know, about, about a strong work ethic, about doing the right thing, about helping customers. And it also taught me that I didn't want to be in the restaurant business. <laughs> so um, one thing that, that started to fascinate me at an early age was the stock market. I mean, literally in high school, there was a, an elective class that, that I took that was, that was about stocks and how the stock market works and some basic economic stuff. And it really, really fascinated me. And I used to do all this funky stuff with options and things. I remember my high school girlfriend used to make fun of me for doing it, but uh, started when I was young and took it from there to you know being able to do something I really liked and also continue to help people and work with them on a personal level. And you know, it just worked. Who do you work with? specifically and and what is your specialty sun garden investment research is a is a partnership between you and rob isbitz and so you both have your defined lanes so let's talk a little bit about who you work with and what you do specifically for the organization sure yeah so um who we work well who a lot of my relationships tend to be with business owners or uh you know business owners who have had some sort of a liquidity event. So being a, a really entrepreneurial mind myself, I find that I work really, really well with folks who think the same way. I've been through some of the same problems and can really kind of get under the hood with them and figure out how to help fix a lot of the things that that are issues for them. So those are my favorite clients. Uh, and, and also work with some some other wealthy families that, that have been clients forever and ever that, that aren't entrepreneurs and they're awesome too. Uh, but it seems lately even a lot more folks that are, that are business owners have, have been coming on board here. When you get one of those business owners, what do you do for them exactly? How, how does the Sun Garden investment kind of advantage uh, help those clients specifically? Yeah. So what's, what's interesting is lately we've been working with a lot of folks that have had some sort of a liquidity event. And what I mean by that is just build a business for, for a long, long time, whether it's a family business or something they built themselves and, and then they sold it. It seems as if over the last five years or so, there's so much money and liquidity out there 
that bigger companies are going out and making acquisitions. So there's a lot of that going on. And one one of the things that we bring to the table for these folks is uh, it seems like our style, which is very conservative, which is focused on preservation and income, but you know, ma- you know, mainly our number one goal is preservation and then income beyond that. Uh, seems to align really, really well with what a lot of these folks are trying to do, which is you know maybe uh, take some time off and and live off of this uh, you know nest egg that they've they've just acquired this this turning their business into you know a, a liquid asset doesn't mean a lot of them don't want to go back to work at some point. A lot of them are really young, and then there's other folks too that you know they're simply they're just retired. And they want to go out and enjoy their life, spend time with their kids and grandkids and not have to worry about their portfolio and and have a nice, you know, livable wage that we deposit into their checking account every month from the income we generate. Vince, where do you find these people? A lot of them come from what I would call centers of influence, Matt. Other professionals, uh, CPAs, attorneys, uh, folks who are in the insurance business, because we are not, we're not your typical financial firm. We just, we just manage money for a fee. We don't sell any products or insurance. So um, have gotten some really good referrals and have a great relationship with someone who does high-end insurance products. And then just referrals from our, our great clients and, and folks like that. You know, a lot of our clients come to us, come to uh, client events bring a friend that they've been thinking about introducing us to. And, and a lot of times they end up becoming clients as well. What Sun Garden does is fundamentally different. And, and sometimes um, almost the antithesis of what uh, people are taught in the media. How do you educate your clients on, on this, on, on what you do at Sun Garden? Uh, do you do it with articles, webinars, you know, again, you had you client events, help us uh, understand how you educate your clients. Sure. Yeah, we do uh, all of the above. I mean, love doing client events, loving ha- love having folks here at the office. I'm, I'm a social person, um, so totally enjoy that. And, and but a lot of times we don't educate as much. It's more those are more uh, you know appreciation type events. But we we write a column for Forbes. Uh, we have been for a while. We used to write for Market Watch, uh, really really great site. There's still a lot of our stuff out there. We, we, we're coming out with a new column for the street.com. So that should be really cool. Keep your eyes out for that sometime next month. Uh, we're doing this podcasting thing with you, which is really exciting. So we'll see how that goes. And then we just send out a ton of outgoing information to our clients. I'm sure no one reads everything, but they definitely appreciate the fact that they know what's going on what we're doing, why we're doing it. They know what they own. And, you know, in varying degrees, folks, some folks read most of it. Some folks read none of it, but it's, but it's all there if they, if they want to read it. You have two locations. So you've got the, the Northeast and then the Southeast uh, location. So you're up in Connecticut and uh, the investment research team is down in Florida. Who's on your team and what do they do? So on my team is my right-hand woman, Alicia Dunford. She, we just had our 13-year anniversary yesterday, Matt. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. She's awesome. I, I mean, she does so much for, for us here at Sun Garden that uh, t- 
totally would be lost without her. I'm sure clients like her better than they like me. So lucky to have her. Also on my team is Chris Mallon. He came to us not long ago. He's, he's really, really smart, has been in the industry for over 10 years, and he helps me as, a, as another advisor on the team. And that's pretty much our team up here in Connecticut. And then everybody else is down in Florida. What designations do you have and what advanced education have you gotten over the years to make yourself better at what you do? So that's a really interesting question, Matt. So I, I mean, I, I have a degree in finance and economics. Um, I have my accredited investment fiduciary designation. I also have another one called the wealth management specialist designation. All good stuff, right? But I really feel like my education started in 1993 when I took an internship with this gentleman named Bob McCarthy at IDS Financial Advisors back in the day. And he took me under his wing and he started to teach me everything about this business. And he was uh, an older gentleman, pretty much nearing retirement. So he had seen so many different things over the years and he was just a just a fantastic people person. So I feel like I started to really learn what I need to know back then. And then throughout the rest of my career in you know, working out in San Francisco, doing some venture capital work out there in the 90s, seeing the market crash in 2000 and, and watching you know, young kids go from driving Ferraris to moving into their parents' basement. That was quite a learning experience. And then, you know, of course, just continuing to, to evolve my, myself and what we do in our investment process and, and here at Sun Garden over the last six years or so, just have learned so much from rolling up my sleeves and learning what goes on in this business, good and bad, made plenty of mistakes and learned some things. That I think there's only one way to learn them, which is to get your clock cleaned. So a long time ago, you began your philosophical journey in financial services. Where are you now? If you were to distill your financial philosophy, how would you distill that? It's a conservative prudent strategy focused on the long term and to take it one step further the way i've learned again by making mistakes over the years i've learned that the way you win this game if you want to call it that in the long term is first to not lose a lot and if you can get past that there's plenty of opportunities if you're patient if you wait for the wait for the fat pitch there's no reason to try to get out there and be a hero, especially today with everything that's going on and not to get on my soapbox about that. But that's pretty much it. We're going to have you get on that soapbox uh, many, many times there, Vince, as we continue to uh, get to know you a little bit better as we dive sure. into the content of the podcast. But now we're going to switch gears. Um, so thank you for allowing us to get to know who you are professionally. But now we'd like to get to know who you are personally. When you're not working, what do you do for fun? So I love spending time with my family. Uh, I have two kids. My my son is 16. He plays a lot of tennis. Love going and watching him play tennis, hanging out, even going to his practices. Uh, my daughter's 13. She does gymnastics. Love going to check that out as well. And then when we have free time, uh, love the outdoors. You know, we get out, we hike a lot as a family. 
Um, I'm a big mountain biker. I think you know that, Matt. You and I go way back. So you know, some we've talked about some of the some, some of the different trips that I like to go on. And if I have free time when I'm away from the family, I'm out there riding my bike in the woods. I really, really enjoy that. I feel like it's it's almost like an active meditation for me, and um, love it. So spend a good amount of time doing that. I love to cook. You know, growing up in, uh, in again in the restaurant business, and also in an Italian American family, we you know love to eat, love to cook. Part of it's probably drinking wine while you're cooking. That makes it even more enjoyable. But I just I I get such a warm feeling in my heart on a Sunday when I'm home and and, and preparing dinner for my family. And I really really enjoy that. And my daughter gets in the mix too, which makes it really really fun. And, and lastly, uh, play a little bit of guitar and don't mention it too often cause I'm not really that good, but it's fun. Hmm. Who's your hero? Oh, hands down my dad. <laughs> he passed away 10 years ago, but, uh, he, he was really, t- to me, he was my hero, spent a lot of time together growing up and, you know, even, uh, Working together with him in the deli, you know, at the time, I I, I thought it sucked. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was really early mornings, and it was I'm working, and my friends are out doing other things. But I realized that uh, he taught me so much, and um, it just really runs the gamut from you know from work ethic on up to how to how to treat people and how to treat your family. I mean. The dude was in Vietnam. He, he came home, tons of adversity to overcome to get to the point where he could actually start his own business and really raise us to be in a position to, to you know, put ourselves in a better position than, than he was able to do. And I think uh, just being able to do all that, to me, it makes him my hero. If you had all of the money in the world, what would you do? I don't think I would do a lot of things differently at this point. Really don't. I mean, I'd probably give away more money, uh, you know, to try to do more charitable work. But as far as my 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 day to day lifestyle at this point, I'm I'm so fortunate to be able to do something I love, work with people I like. Family's great. A lot of good friends. Uh, finally, old enough to figure out who my who my real, true friends are, and and that's it. You know, pa- hang out with those people and good family and all that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't change a whole lot, Matt. I'd probably just give away more money. That's it. That's awesome. Who yeah. is your favorite person in history, and why? I have a couple. Um, one is Steve Jobs. I I think for what he. <laughs> created something that we didn't even know as as a as a general public that we needed in the iphone and touched and changed and made things so much more efficient and and created different industries just through his you know his ingenuity through through what he's he had done with apple and the iphone really really cool guy and and also um another person who who I really, really admire in history is Abraham Lincoln. 
just started getting into reading some presidential history. And I'm reading a book by Doris Kearns Goodwin right now. And she talks about Lincoln and Teddy Roosevelt and FDR and, and, and LBJ. And I guess she touches on all those uh, presidents. And as I read about Lincoln, man, I mean, that guy was, he was freaking amazing. Everything that he did for this country and the way he grew up, just, just unreal. What is your idea of success? You know, I think overall, my idea of success is being able to be mindful enough to recognize how good you have it. Wherever you fall on the spectrum, Matt, where, of, of, you know, uh, financial uh, success, I think if you can sit back and be happy with what you've got and happy with who you are and, and your, your relationships and your experiences, you can do that. Huge success. What is one thing you recommend most to clients, family, or friends? What, just anything? Right. So this can be a TED Talk. It can be a book. It can be a saying. It can be... A location, it could be a bottle of wine. I mean, what what is your go-to thing when somebody meets you or you really connect with somebody, you're like, okay, I'm gonna give you blank. I do recommend Think and Grow Rich, the book Think and Grow Rich, a lot to folks. And I think you and I have talked about it as well. It's just a really interesting read. It's nothing, it's not rocket science. It 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 you know kind of gets back to the basics. But I find that I've gone back and read that book probably, I don't know, six or seven times over the last 10 years. And every time I read it, I get a different little nugget of something awesome from the book. And I don't know if it depends on where I am in my life or my career or how I'm thinking about things in general, but I've gotten a lot out of it and I do recommend it a lot. Besides your mediocre guitar playing, um, what is something uh, that people don't know about you? You know, Matt, I hate to admit it, but I really like my daughter's guinea pigs. (laughs) I mean, they're dirty, smelly little rodents, but they're freaking cute. And I like them. Uh, You know, Vince, I've been doing this for a while, and and I can honestly say... (laughs) A guinea pig for any of these answers is something I have yet to hear. Well, there you go. That's awesome. (laughs) You have entire, I'm smiling from ear to ear right now. Just seeing you cuddling up with guinea pigs just makes me so happy. I, I, it's amazing. (laughs) It's good stuff. (laughs) It is good stuff. Okay. (laughs) What is your mantra motto or something that you say to yourself to keep focused and on track when things might not be going as well as you'd like? I tell myself to focus a lot, you know, uh, and and try to to breathe and take a step back. If things if things aren't going so well, yeah, take a second. Don't you know? Don't do anything too hasty. Don't rip off that email just yet. Put it in your draft folder. Uh, you know, don't snap on somebody on the phone. Tell them you'll you'll talk to them about it later. You know, so I've been trying to to kind of rein that in. And just, you know, taking a step back and taking a few deep breaths really, really helps. 
The last so does, you know, so does drinking a glass of wine, but I don't do that during the day too often. No, good call. Good call. <laughs> the last question is, what is your proudest achievement? You know, my proudest achievement is that my kids are good people. They're good souls. They, they're kind. They're generous. They treat others as they'd like to be treated. And look, we all have a lot of ambitions uh, for our children. I mean, I want, I want the best for my kids. I want them to go to, to go to a great college and, and have a really great, fulfilling life and career. But when it comes down to, to, to the, what you really, really want, you want, you want it to be good people. And they are. And um, to me, I couldn't, I couldn't think of a better achievement. And it certainly isn't all my doing. Uh, my wife, Lisa, is just fantastic mom and has done so much for, for our children. But yeah, I'm super proud. Now, with this podcast, you're going to have the attention of many, many people. Who should listen to the podcast? And if they do resonate with either you personally or professionally or philosophically, how should they reach out to your office? Yeah, so I think anybody who's interested in learning um, a little bit more about how the world of finance works and maybe taking a little bit of a different approach than they've, they've heard before, they should check us out because we're going to do a whole bunch of really cool things, uh, bust some myths that people think are true, and we're going to have a good time of it. And if they'd like to reach out to us, they can certainly call anytime. Happy to talk with anybody. Email is always great. You can check out our website, sungardeninvestment.com. There's plenty of ways to contact us through there as well. Well, Vince, thank you very much for giving our audience an opportunity to get to know you better. Thank you, Matt. Please subscribe to the podcast by clicking that subscribe now button below. That way, every time Vince or the whole team at Sun Garden will, uh, every time they come out with a new idea, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And it also makes it easier to share with your friends and family. For everybody at Sun Garden and Vince Esposito, this is Matt Halloran. And we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for listening to the Investing Evolution podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Vince Esposito and Rob Isbitz are investment advisor representatives with Dynamic Wealth Advisors, DBA Sungarden Investment Research. All investment advisory services are offered through Dynamic Wealth Advisors. The material in this podcast has been distributed for informational purposes only. The material contained in this podcast is not a solicitation to purchase or sell any security or offer any investment advice. No part of this podcast may be reproduced in any form or referred to in any other publication without expressed written permission. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Vince Esposito and Rob Isbitz are also the sub-advisors of the Dunham Alternative Dividend Fund. Investors should consider the investment objectives, risk factors, charges, and expenses of the Dunham Alternative Dividend Fund carefully before investing. This and other important information is contained within the fund's prospectus, which may be obtained by contacting your financial advisor or by calling toll-free 800-442-4358. Please read prospectus materials carefully before investing.